Imagine a day in your life with extraordinary energy. You wake up refreshed. Even if you're not a morning person bouncing out of bed, you still wake up feeling good, feeling alert, ready to engage and accomplish the day. You notice mid-morning that, you know, instead of needing that energy drink or that third cup of coffee, you still feel ready for your next project. You enjoy a lunchtime walk out in the sunshine, which is a good thing because after lunch is this really boring meeting, but oh, wow, you stay alert for it. Maybe it's that a client has issues and your mind is sharp to solve it. Maybe your extraordinary energy shows up when a colleague needs some creative idea and you end up giving them three or five or ten. You work with the ebb and flow of your energy. You don't force it, but you support it. Like one of the ways you support it is late afternoon before shifting to home focus, you close your eyes and you relax and you reboot for three minutes. And that's not from a place of exhaustion, but it's because you've formed habits that keep you continually recharged. I hope that that is you. If that's not, that's okay, because two-thirds of America deals with low energy. I have been through adrenal fatigue twice, and I can tell you that is not pretty. It is not a nice place to be to have to force yourself to just survive and feel like you're not even going to survive. So we're in a series on Get Energized Without Living on Lattes, and today we are starting to talk about the physical habits. The last two, we have talked about more of the mental habits for extraordinary energy. Today, we're starting the part of the series on the physical habits that you do to have extraordinary energy, and we're focused today on how to sleep better to feel better. You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author, and I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. Extraordinary energy is your fuel for everything. And anything you want to do in life, it's going to require energy. The There's a book I love, The Millionaire Mind. It's by Thomas J. Stanley. He surveyed almost a thousand millionaires. And one of the things he looked at was what are their success factors? One of the top success factors was that they have extraordinary energy. I want you to imagine what your life looks like with extraordinary energy, with not only enough energy to get by, but enough energy to do all those things I talked about at the beginning. And then when you get home, you still have the energy left mentally, emotionally, physically to engage in conversations, to prep for the next day so that you can keep the stress going down and the energy going up to pursue a hobby so that you can engage the fun, playful side of your brain. And to have that kind of energy, you need sleep. Sleep is foundational. So we're going to talk through some of the do's, some of the don'ts. I do have a freebie 
for you. Just shoot me an email, sherry at com, and I will get that to you. It's got a list of several of the things that we're going to be talking about, so you can I really encourage you print it out, put it up in your bathroom, put it up, you know, in your in your living room, wherever you are at night, that when you're sitting there, oh, watching the third show or scrolling through social media and you're like, oh, I really need to get to bed. It'll be a reminder to you of the things to do and the things to not do to get a good night's sleep. This Some of these I'm going to read out of my book, Go Forward, 28 Days to Eat, Move, and Enjoy Life God's Way. Let's first talk about why getting good sleep is so important to your success in life. How getting enough sleep will help you. Better concentration. Greater memory and planning skills. You definitely need that in your work. Improved weight management. Creative problem solving. And this is creative problem solving even while you sleep. I have had experiences where I've been struggling with a dilemma and I go to sleep and not even intentionally thinking about it before sleep, but I wake up with the problem solved, with the idea of what I need to do. There are toxins removed from your brain and your body. Your muscles and your organs heal whenever you do strength training. You get microscopic tears in your muscles. Overnight, when you sleep well, ta-da, it heals back and it heals back stronger. Slower aging of skin, slower aging of your brain, and a decreased risk of Alzheimer's. So in addition to just, gee, I'm more alert, there are so many other benefits to getting good sleep. So what does it take to get good sleep? Number one is mindset accepting that sleep is important to your success. So often we think, okay, sleep is a luxury. We can push it aside. I know that there have been many times in work situations where I have heard people say, I have literally heard people say, oh, wow, look how hard they're working. They, they worked through the night. They're applauding it, not in the sense of, okay, this crisis came up. It needed to be dealt with. Yay that they dealt with it. And hey, let's, you know, take a half a day the next day and go catch up on sleep or whatever. It's it's more like a, hey, this is a gold standard to acquire to being able to work through the night. Dr. Charles Seisler, a faculty member, and I probably butchered that last name. I apologize. He's a faculty member at the Harvard Medical School that studies. He's a sleep researcher. And this is one of my favorite quotes from him. We now know that 24 hours without sleep or a week of sleeping five or four hours a night. And that's actually not that uncommon, right? Okay, so back to his quote. Quote, induces an impairment equivalent to a blood alcohol level of 0.1%. We would never say, this person's a great worker. He's drunk all the time. Yet we continue to celebrate people who sacrifice sleep for work. So once you've accepted that, Sleep is important to your success. Sleep is important to your engaging well with people and being able to problem solve and have the energy that you need. There are some other things that you can do to help help you make sure that you get your sleep. Just some basic sleep hygiene things. This one is controversial in some of the literature, and that is not looking at TV or computer or blue light devices before bedtime. This one, experiment with the time frame. 
and experiment if the blue light really bothers you. I know for me, sometimes it's not as much the blue light as it is what I'm watching. If I'm watching something that is stimulating, if I'm watching something that's deep thinking that really gets my prefrontal cortex thinking about some things, then I go to sleep or try to go to sleep with my brain still going on those things. On the other hand, there have been times I have watched a movie that I've, it's a very calming movie, you know, something maybe like The Sound of Music, and I've seen it a thousand times. And so watching a clip of that helps. Or if it's a funny movie, there are a few funny movies or animated movies that are cute. Uh, The Incredibles is one of those that, you know, we'll watch a clip of Shrek, some of those that, you know, you watch a clip of and it gets you laughing. It, It humors you. That releases some of the stress out of your body. And that helps to relax you to sleep. A second way is get as much natural light during the day as possible. So if you can work near a window, great. I mentioned in the Imagine Your Extraordinary Energy Day, taking a walk at lunchtime for some sunshine. That is going to boost your energy for the afternoon. And I'm going to tell you a couple of reasons why for that in a moment. It also is going to then help you sleep better that night. One of the reasons for that, there are many, one of the reasons is because you will boost your serotonin levels during the day, and then that serotonin can convert to melatonin in your body at night. Exercising regularly, and we're going to dive into exercise more in the next episode, but exercising regularly will help your sleep. Adding light blocking window shades, that definitely helps because light is stimulating to the eyes of, hey, it's time to be up and around. If you're in a super dark room, it lets you know, oh, it's not time to be up and around. It's time to sleep. And cooler temperature in your bedroom. You can use either cooler temperature in your bedroom. You can use, there are devices that you can sleep on that are cooling pads on your bed to keep your body temperature low. Don't drink alcohol or eat a heavy meal before bed. This one's important. We think about this with kids, but it's important for our bodies as well is to set a regular sleep schedule, when to go to bed, when to wake up, and try not to vary that by more than an hour on the weekend. Meditating, for me, meditating immediately before bed is actually stimulating. And the reason is because really meditating involves that prefrontal cortex. It really gets the brain active and going because you are focused. So if when I meditate, I like to do it an hour or further away from bed than an hour so that then, okay, my brain is focused and quiet, but it's not engaged. If you wake up in the middle of the night, know that that's often normal. Just relax about it. Get up, read something relaxing. And when you get sleepy, go back to bed. What if you're doing all the good stuff and you still have issues? I'm going to, in the show notes, put a video that I made about these herbs, but valerian, passionflower, skullcap, and chamomile are four herbs that are well-known for relaxation and for sleep. Valerian, it's a pretty strong-smelling herb, so you want to mix it with something else, not just to have, you know, valerian tea. But tea or taking uh, any of those as tea or taking them as an herb, obviously, if you have either allergies to any of those or they would interact with any medications or issues that you have, talk with your doc about if you should have those. 
if you are dealing with hormone issues, whether men, that's a testosterone issue, or women, estrogen, progesterone. A physician once told me about 10% of women never deal with hormone issues, but the rest, you need to keep an eye on it. If you feel like your hormones are out of balance, if you've tried all of these sleep hygiene things, you know that all of that's on track, you've tried some herbs, don't suffer, don't settle for poor sleep, go get some help. Same thing with sleep apnea. Talk with your doctor to get tested for that. Earlier, I mentioned about the cool room and about going to exercise midday. Here's one of the reasons that those two things are so important is your body, it, it has a circadian rhythm. Your body temperature actually plays a part into that. So it, yes, it's the light during the day and the seasons and how that all interplays with the variety of your brain chemicals. But there's also a body temperature aspect of that. And your body temperature will vary normally during the course of the day by about two degrees. It peaks in the late afternoon. Well, what happens early afternoon? It actually drops and it can vary by about two degrees. So that early afternoon, that one o'clock, that two o'clock after lunchtime, it may not be that you've had a lunch that's heavy in this or that, that you're thinking, oh, it's because of what I had for lunch. It may not even be because of a particular climate because, you know, typically we think of siesta time in a warm climate. It may just be the fact that your body has dipped its temperature and that is a cue. Oh, it's time to go take it. It's time to go to sleep. How long you sleep is more a matter of body temperature and bedtime habits than actual fatigue. So have, and this happened to me the other night, I was waking up quite often during the night and I thought, why am I waking up so much tonight? And come to find out we had forgotten to turn the temperature down. So the bedroom was warmer than it usually is. What about naps? When you're thinking about how to sleep better, to feel better, how do, how does napping impact your productivity? If you are sleep deprived if you feel like, oh, my brain is slowing down, I'm not able to really function, you've got a couple of options. If you have the ability to take a short nap, that can help. Research has shown that can help to reduce fatigue, reduce fatigue, increase alertness, and improve certain aspects of your job performance. You may not even have to sleep during the nap. There was a research study from Texas A&M that found that merely resting your eyes, lying down if you can, can be as restorative as napping. So if you have that option, go for it. However, if you don't, there is another midday energizer, and it will energize you because it gets more blood flow to the brain, but it also increases the body temperature, so it keeps you more alert, and that is, ta-da, that wonderful lunchtime walk that I keep talking about. And I say in the sunshine... It, even if it's a cloudy day, you're still going to get sunlight into your eyes and that's going to increase your serotonin. And if it's raining, if you can get to stairs, if you can get up and down a hallway, just get moving and get the blood to your brain and get your body temperature up a little bit, that's going to keep you more awake. Whatever you do with this, don't get into what we call sleep anxiety, where it's this, oh no, I'm not doing everything perfectly, so I'm not going to be able to get to sleep. This is something to just take a breath and relax about it as much as you can, knowing that step by step, 
you're going to find the answers for you, whether that's herbs, whether it's hormone balancing, whether it's just, okay, I'm going to turn the TV off an hour before bed and read a book in low light because the brighter the light is, the more it's telling you that, hey, I'm supposed to be awake right now. Last tip before I give you your assignment is what do you do about music? There is such a thing as sleep music and sleep music before you go to sleep as well as sleep music during your sleep. One relates to what's called binaural beats, and that is where you've got different brain waves and there are different beats that in music that can help sink your brain into a sleep state. Also, classical music. Whatever you decide to use on the music thing, remember your goal is decrease stress, decrease heart rate, slow down your breathing, lower your blood pressure, tune out the thoughts. So for that, you're obviously not going to be listening to really up-tempo, fun dance music or heavy metal music right before you go to sleep. Somewhere about 60 beats per minute and listening to it for 30 to 45 minutes before bed, that's what the research has shown helps with sleep the most. And by saying what I mean by helps with sleep is it helps with both how long you stay asleep as well as the quality of the sleep. So if you're dealing with insomnia, that is going to be something else to try. Also, you can do rain sounds, nature sounds, test those out as well. All right. So here's your assignment. Think about what you want in life. And think about how important sleep is to that so that you can accept the fact that, yes, sleep is going to need to be a priority to feel better and accomplish all that you want to accomplish in life. Once you've done that, then all these other ideas that I've shared with you, you know, some of the do's, some of the don'ts, some of the places to get help, pick one or two and test it for 10 days. It's a 10-day test. If it works, thumbs up, great, you're good to go. If it doesn't get you where you want, then iterate. Pick another couple of ideas and try those for 10 days. Let me know in the comments and social media. Reach out to me through email. What of this that you're going to try? Questions that you have on this? Because I want you to sleep better, to feel better. Can't wait to be with you next time as we talk about your best workouts to help you feel great. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.